2: It's a back to work Wednesday on the Chgo Bears podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app, use promo code Chgo when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, an empty seat. Mystery guest is so. It's the
3: first time we've ever done this, where we've where we've built it up just to have somebody walk in on the set live. Uh, this is. This is a this is a legendary guest who's got uh, serious Chicago chops, who's a longtime Tribune lo- now now author, great tennis player, which is my favorite thing about him. Is he better than you? That's uh, a debate that we probably shouldn't have right now. <laughs> but uh, you know he's 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 a very talented tennis player. I'll leave it at that. I you know I have pride my, th- but there he is. Walking in, Teddy G, Teddy Greenstein with us. Quarterback Dad's the book. Talk yes. some bears. This is an exciting program right hey. now. What's that up, was
2: Teddy?
4: That was better than like a walk-up song.
3: That was pretty good. What's
4: up, the it car? Really up it really built it up. <laughs> how we doing?
3: This, uh, uh, we're doing great. We're happy to have you, buddy. Set. This is uh, gorgeous, man. I couldn't believe how happy people were uh, to, to have you in here today. <laughs> Lawrence it. Benedetto's like the, it's it's a, uh, smiling I mean, for three weeks. now. I mean, either. I don't <laughs> know. Teddy G is my popular, guy. popular, I mean, friendly
2: guy.
4: LB and I we we've we've, yeah. we've
2: uh go way back. we've LB. had
4: some wars man we've had some wars over flushes oh. and straights and full houses uh, it's, been, yeah. it's been too long yeah. since we've played some cards See, man we got to get we we, we got to get going again so you
5: go that way i actually my first thought goes to uh le cochon butcher in uh new orleans
4: <laughs> you you just wanted to show off some french didn't you
5: well you know my wife is a french teacher by trade uh it was me and her and you and dave Revson. we were down there covering the ohio state and the sugar bowl if i'm not mistaken yeah and yeah. uh wow that yeah, was a great lunch we had
4: yeah tough to have a bad meal in new Delicious. orleans i'm sure the company was uh was
2: awful but oh, yeah. other but nah. the food was great <laughs> oh, <it> was great. <laughs> great to see you again bud
5: yeah it's great to see you too
2: well we're happy to have you here awesome. teddy greenstein uh of course i mean chicago you like you said chicago chops chicago legend i like chicago chops yeah let's open I mean, a restaurant chicago yeah, let's do chops.
3: That. i i think the first time i ever was on any thing where cameras in front of uh, myself and teddy was 98 something like that and that's not true it was like 2007 <laughs> to be to be more accurate
4: <laughs> could have been, been 98 th- man i got to the tribune in 96 six. Nine. there there it is there it is yeah I mean,
3: you've, you how, how many teams in this town have you covered
4: all right, well, all time? yeah, started out, I was covering Notre Dame, as I like to tell people. It's like, you know you're old when the first team you covered, Lou Holtz was the coach. Whoa. So Lou Holtz was the coach, his final year, then Bob Davy. Then I got called in, and my editor was like, hey, I got some news. I'm like, good news or bad news? He's like, just news. I'm like, what's up? He's like, we're putting you on the White Sox. I said, okay. I'm like, 24, you know, I don't have to worry about family stuff. Great. Cover the Sox for two, Cubs for three, Sox for another, then... Ed Sherman is moving around. Andy Bagnato is leaving the Tribune. So I get the beat that I really love, national college football slash Big Ten football slash Northwestern. And then I get to cover a bunch of golf, sports media. I hope I wrote nice things about you guys. And then, um, yeah, so and then just like a little – and then a decent amount with the Bulls. So in the early days when we would send like 12 guys to the NBA (laughs) Finals – I was, you know, right in the Judd Bushler sidebar, um, sometimes Dennis Rodman. That was a pain. Um, so, yeah, little Blackhawks, occasional Bears, but not much NFL. So, uh, it's been great being out here. That's why I wanted you on the Bears podcast. Yeah.
2: This was, this was <laughs> well,
4: I'd say what, man, now I'm at points bet, and it used to be, I'd say, college versus NFL. I was probably 80% college, 20% NFL, and now it's probably 60% NFL in part because of just the the betting that goes on. You know, it's just such a big deal. And also, like, it just seems like the Sundays have become more exciting than the Saturdays. I mean... We get a couple good college football games here and there, but we are, like, guaranteed on Sunday and Monday and Thursday night sometimes to get great games.
2: So what have the Bears been like this year? Because, like, my prediction before the season was, regardless of what the record ends up being, I think they're going to be good against the spread. Yeah. Because I I don't know if that's really worked out or not. You tell me.
4: I'd say it has not worked out. Now, here's something I know, Adam. Really? Yeah. I mean, our number one most bet upon team last Sunday – of all the NFL teams, where we took the most money was on the Bears. Everybody loved the Bears minus two and a half, or it got to three at kickoff. That pissed me off. And it looked so good for a while. I mean, I feel bad for everybody who who went, sat in the cold. I mean, they saw an exciting game, but you know, to, to lose like that at the end is is just so sad. But yeah, I mean, the Bears have had some good spread moments, but they've also. Um, we, we'd have to look it up, but they have to be under 500 spread wise, I would think. I mean, I, I was at I'd that Commanders the, yeah. game; that one didn't work out because the,
2: again, the final play—they didn't cover against the Cowboys. They did cover against the Dolphins. The, yes. The,
3: the, the bet that you should be making uh, is is just just take the over on Justin Fields until proven rushing otherwise. Yards. Rushing yards, yeah, yes. yes, and or combined, you can do, you can do, you can sure. do both. That's that's like
2: we've been actually having this conversation the last few weeks. Teddy is like, how high does that rushing yards line need right. to go before you're actually going to take the under? Because right. he's 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 hitting the over in the second quarter.
4: It's unbelievable. I mean, it's usually about 60.5. I feel like that's been the sweet spot. And right. You can't get it high enough. I think our traders are reluctant to go to 65, 70, 75. Because there's going to be a week, right, where the other team figures it out. And also, we have this alternate style of betting called points betting, where you can bet per yard. So, you know, I mean, look, to your point, Carm, that is the bet of the year in the NFL. If you've been betting Justin Fields over on rushing yards every week, you can buy a Tesla right now. There's no question.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, it's if you want to do that, though. I think yeah, he, that's right. I don't I think support Elon that. Elon fired himself at Twitter today already. See that? You yeah. He's going to hire a new CEO. Got it. Well, Carmen, you want that job? Uh,
3: yes. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, 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 the I, I, I do. I think it might be a slight uh, pay raise. Not that I would. <laughs> I would try to do both. I'd, like, I'd love that's to stay and, yeah. and And, you know, I could certainly figure that out. As long as it doesn't impact right. your
4: tennis schedule, you can, you can right. do both jobs.
3: Right. right. Big match tonight, Schneiderman. Ooh. Let's go. Oh. Oh. Kirschenbaum.
4: Yeah, Kirschenbaum.
2: Yeah, ne- you don't even know who you're playing. Kirschenbaum.
4: How sad that he begged out a couple of weeks ago. We had like an hour carved out on a Thursday That's afternoon. Any, any, any claimed I, uh, injury? I, I
3: was supposed to play Teddy the day after I got injured. And oh. I'm still injured. So it's a,
4: it's, it's, it, 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 it was sad. though. We have not played singles, right? We have not. Yeah, We have not. It's going to be a battle. Can we pass the hat and try to get some prize money for that <laughs> I'll, I'll throw it's, something
3: it, in hey i think so. if we do it it should be videoed at this point now that we're here and uh
4: lb as long as lb is involved man i'm in uh
3: i
2: yes yes I'm, I'm <laughs> i would there. watch it i would watch it if you stream it. LB's,
3: yeah. lb's ping pong game right now is he took <laughs> me out twice yesterday. Now he I cheats. Oh, whoa, how do you whoa, cheat? Whoa, whoa. Oh, what, what, on the Wait, serve? Yeah, hold yeah on. exactly. Right. Well, yes, it's on. the only on way of cheating? cheating in ping pong. Cheats right? on the serve doesn't do, does yeah. release the ball. You got to yeah. I got I, I, This Durist. is this is out of turn here because I should have called minute. out LB before. What are we I, talking
5: about now? What am I doing wrong? You you, you you don't
3: you don't release you don't release the ball when you serve. You just you hold it there and then you hit it, which allows your serve, which I was having trouble with yesterday, to be that much more dynamic, and it's illegal. Damn it! Now nobody uh, understands other rules here that I do. That's huh. illegal, so I won't mention them. Uh, y- the ball—you y- can't do the short serve. It's got to balls can only bounce once on the other side, and then off the table. If I do my little short thing to your backhand and mm. that thing bounces twice, that's your point.
2: Technically, twice. if you don't hit it, it's a ball. Moria- a ball. Moriano,
3: we should be talking bears, but okay. I'll be fine. the
4: judge of this. So we get—we gonna, gonna play after? We're gonna play after. Yeah, I'm in.
2: We have to stream that too. I didn't even understand half the things you just. Said. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I, yeah, I've never. I've been doing that. Well, that's why, 40 years. like
4: at high level ping pong, they toss it way up in the air and then cut it. Right. And um, I mean, <laughs> I want to let you guys know something. You're you're looking at a guy who covered table tennis in the Olympics in Rio. So I got some. I got some Chicago. And now chops that's here. a flex.
2: So I was going to say it's more Olympics than I've covered. So so you win. Yeah. The look on Hoag's face
3: with, with the toss of the ball was. Like, <laughs> the, 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 I do know what he's talking about though because I've seen that where like yeah, and yeah. they hold the
2: paddle like on the side. Yes.
3: It's a weird. What the grip. hell is that? Well, yeah. they don't and they don't serve it hard because they don't want it coming back super hard and then it's boom 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 yeah. right. I. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Choppers. Uh,
2: I'd rather hear you talk tennis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, and to def- defend, defend the sport right now, because I'm seeing Braggs and in their indoor tennis, I, you know, they're, they're coming at us with, uh, with paddle. Yeah, that's what I it's, want. It's really unfortunate. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, I so, are
2: supposed to play paddle ball Sunday in Denver. No, Saturday morning before the wedding, and the uh, kids slept in. The old uh, child oh. alarm clock didn't go off.
4: Oh. Um,
2: which was a uh, surprising move. That's, so
4: you blew up. You wanted to play paddle. By the way, I also love paddle and pickle and I might like them more than tennis, so you and I are probably going to battle that out. But you were supposed to play paddle, and you overslept?
2: Actually, right now, I don't know if it was paddle or pickle. How did I think
3: about it? You're allowed to like it more, Teddy, but we're going to fight it. (laughs) You would at least admit that. That a tennis player is a better athlete than a paddle. It's it's a lot. Well, yeah, more Th- difficult. No, the to best the that. best
4: paddle players like don't move more than three steps right. either way. Right.
3: So it's so so like everybody like like this this whole like I'm really good at paddle like you're that, like that ego that you're good at paddle can, <laughs> cannot be brought to a tennis player. That's Hater. all I'm saying.
2: I don't think anybody's saying that. Oh, I see it. There, there's a
3: there's a pro paddle league and there's people watching
4: it and it's like you mean probably pickle. Oh,
3: I, I I do mean pickle. has yeah. yeah. like got pickle's gotten pickle, pickle oh. has a pro league. And people are like paying money to see this stuff. And I'm like, the new, new fad. I went
4: to the pickle tournament in Highland Park. So you're talking to the wrong guy. You I was there to, the to support. Tournament. I got a friend who was playing, man. Man, I'm pickle
3: trying to difference. I'm, well, I'm just trying. Like, I want tennis to have like a drop of the landscape anymore. Like when I was growing up and it was and Connors and people watched Wimbledon at 8 a.m. And now, yeah, you're talking like, to the wrong people, man. You got to talk to the. To, 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 Right. Well, now pick like, the high level U.S. tennis people. Well, right, but you just had like the greatest era in the history of tennis, and we should not be talking about this right now. But we, but you just had Nadal and Federer and Djokovic, and yep. like, and it, and, and it's, it's, it's the game's fine, but it didn't like take off to where it was, and now, Isn't, pickle or paddle or whatever it is is coming in yeah. and, and taking up real estate.
4: Isn't pickleball just
5: like tennis for lazy people? No, no,
4: no. Yes. no. It, it's like a cross between tennis and ping pong. But were you at the Laver Cup at the United Center? I was a couple years back. Yeah, yes, I mean I was, now, yes, that I was that was honestly I've covered some stuff. That, that was, was a cool. top ten sporting event. That was cool. We need more tennis here in Chicago. If we oh. did, maybe more people would like it. Yes. All
2: right. Well, uh, yes. You can start the CHGO Not, Tennis. Yeah. Podcast. Mm. <laughs> now, now, now you can talk about <laughs> Khalil Herbert and DraftKings and and uh, well, we will. And we'll, bet. And yeah. you're really in here to talk about your book, but we we'll get to that in a little bit. We do have some Bears news we've got to cover uh, here in the first segment of the show. Uh Matt Eberflus already talking this morning and mentioned that Khalil Herbert should return at some oh, point. Yeah.
4: So yeah, he, four he weeks.
2: he's going on IR but it doesn't sound like he'll be lost for the rest of the season. He will miss 4 weeks so won't be back until at least week 15. Um also the Bears w- went back into the uh Big 10 time machine and <laughs> signed Taco Charlton. Oh, Michigan. Off, oh, off the taco. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, there's nothing better than a Taco He's only Charlton
4: th- gif. He's yes. only the second most famous Taco athlete now, right? I assume Taco Fall is still I the love NBA. Taco
2: Fall. I love Taco Fall. I think yeah. Taco from the league is probably still higher. Ta- yeah, him. I agree with you. Taco from the league is, uh, is definitely number one. Um, so Taco Charlton, former first-round pick of the Dallas Cowboys who really just has not made it. Clearly. So he was on the Saints practice squad. You can only sign... Players to your active roster off other teams' practice squad. That's what happened here, so he is joining the Bears today. Hey, take flyers,
3: be aggressive, right? Is that I mean, that's where you're at. Why? Why I not? Mean,
4: yeah, Jack Sanborn has showed some stuff, right? Yeah. Hasn't he been a bit of a revelation? Should have, should have had an interception uh, Sunday if not for that garbage call. Did you like Sanborn in college as much as Adam
3: Hogue liked Sanborn in college? Did you have a Sanborn take?
4: Well, he's basically modern day Fitz, right? Or is he more outside? Well, than he's inside? already in
2: past Fitz's NFL career. Absolutely, really yeah. As... Poor Fitz lasted three days of training <laughs> camp with
4: the Cowboys. But oh, that same gritty, oh, yeah, uh, Big Ten. By the way, no
2: one recaps Fitz's NFL career better than Fitz does. Yeah, he does a good. What job. was his
4: forty time? Like four nine or something?
2: Something like that. <laughs> hey.
3: I, fitz got a raw deal just just know that 51 I, you you should have been in the league 10 years just it was a misvaluation wow he would, he would completely <laughs> <laughs> I think it has worked out okay for him that's uh, right uh, he, he's done all right for himself that is true but uh but, t- that's a, but it is an interesting one like how Sanborn has busted through that the you're not Pat Fitzgerald like everybody wants to oh he's, he's. every Bears fan that I've heard from compares him to we we do the we do the 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 race thing here. He he's 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 Jim Morrissey. He's you know, sure. and it's like I think we got to kind of like just look at him as a player and not what what color he is and understand what he's doing out there, just a little bit maybe possibly. Man,
4: we're gonna hold hands now too.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, man. Like like this guy. I mean, I don't know if he's flying in. He's killing
2: Jared Goff. Looks like a pretty good linebacker. to well, me. Well, look, he he. The one thing I've been consistent on since the draft is he has football instincts like he's a yes. football player that's now sometimes those guys are limited to the point where they're not going to be all pros obviously yeah. but they're gonna I felt pretty confident Sanborn was gonna stick on this roster for you know at least four or five years just being a guy who can 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 help you um it's a bold bold take that you had there that's, but even that's I've it. admitted this week I didn't expect him to be like getting two sacks in a game uh, by the middle of the season as the starting Mike linebacker I mean that's mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive um, what, what caught my ear was when Corey Wooten was here Monday, mm. talking about how he was actually impressed with his speed. Yeah, Because that's what I would say was his weakness. But that's what we talk about. Plane speed is more important than your 40 time, always. That's cool about
4: Corey. I was supposed to go, and uh, he, we have a mutual friend, uh, Mike Kearney, and uh, he said, hey, come on out Sunday to this golf simulator spot in Naperville. He loves Hit golf. Hit it around. I know. He loves <laughs> golf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so were you there? Was that this Sunday? He posted someone posted some Instagram video. You were there.
4: I wasn't there. I couldn't okay. make it. Yeah. He
2: hit the ball like 350 yards. Does this surprise you? Not really, he, because he he uh, he lets mind. us know uh, about yeah. his as much as as Nick Nick Moriano reminds us. He goes to the gym every morning. Corey does do a oh good job God. of uh, giving us his golf update every he, week. They say he hits it
5: like DeChambeau. Isn't that his style? Isn't he? Yeah, he just, he just hits the shit out of the ball.
4: Bryson, has there ever been a Northwestern football player with like a better size, speed, athleticism combo. Maybe, maybe Dwayne oh. Bates, but Corey was like, man, that dude's a chisel. He, Total unicorn. Yeah. In
3: Evanston.
5: A hundred percent. Yeah. And has told us multiple times in the last three weeks that he could still get like 20
2: snaps on the Bears front. Center. Uh-huh. He's, he, he's not yet. He doesn't claim he can rush the passer, but he says he could play the run still.
4: Okay. Correct. So I wouldn't tell him though. Yeah, <laughs> I w- I'm not going to tell him though.
2: I it's, wasn't ready to debate that one. No.
3: It's, there's some good names in the chat here as far as the Sanborn comp, Hunter Hillenmeyer, yes. Nick Kwiatkowski. Like, I, I just think, let's think outside the Find box of what an this,
4: African-American gentleman. Right,
3: I'm just looking for to. one. Just give me one. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's going to be Roquan Mike either. Singletary. Yeah, but well, we also
2: don't have to do that. It's been two weeks. <laughs> we, you know, yeah, but okay. like d- darting around
3: offensive linemen and getting to the quarterback is not a slow guy. It, or it, and it's not all just his instincts. I also he's think.
2: There. I also think. Uh, just looking at him, I think Sam Ward's bigger. Yeah, he's a pretty big linebacker actually. That's and why it surprised me with the speed. So. so I feel like that's a calm question. He's always in the locker room. Yeah, you're the one like staring at. Easy. <laughs> Everybody looks in the room. Easy. I I
3: I do like to. There you go, Alex. Oh, he's Otis Wilson. Damn it, he's I don't know. Otis he, Wilson. He's not Otis Wilson. But he like,
2: Give me one name. Give me one name. Yeah, no, that's wrong. No. That, Lance
3: Briggs. No. Yeah, no, Otis was, was was something, so was Lance. But I I do that's think funny. that one of the cool things that, you know, is you know, as we get access is to you can see how incredibly well built some of these dudes are. And Sanborn is is. he's not the biggest guy in there but he's 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 fairly jacked but he's not like i did not realize before coming out this year how how ripped jalen johnson is now that like he looks different than the other bear cornerbacks yep he's just he's a big dude well i would say like
2: like charles tillman was just like yeah like ripped out of his mind like could not have been in in better it's, shape and and still kind of is to be honest with you like so, you know it, didn't
4: he row across uh, Lake Michigan
2: yes yeah did it's probably which good by shape. the way is insane oh my
3: god and, and, and by the way like th- that stuff matters Cole yeah. Komet is jacked oh he's running over people every right. like it, it it does matter it's not there, there's a reason why football players spend that much time in the weight room and this, and and then. If we're going to go way back in time, some that don't, who were super talented and drank all the time. And if he had stayed healthy, we'd have more than one Super Bowl in our lifetimes for those of us who are in our 40s. Yeah,
4: I mean, White, White Sox, Jim McMahon, sure. I mean, White Sox, you know, I saw what Jamie Navarro looked like. (laughs) <laughs> and that I think symbolized how little he cared. And then you see, then you see what Frank Thomas's arms look like, and you are like, okay, that's a Hall of Famer. His right. arms are like our quads. Yeah. Right. Mark Grace never put a
3: never put a pound on, and he and he drank and smoked cigarettes and lived a life. And he was supremely <laughs> talented and hit singles and eye coordination, man, right. and great defense. He hit doubles. Right. Come on, come on, and right and, and, some, and a singles lot of and doubles. doubles, right? A lot of doubles, right. Right. but if if that dude had if he had spent if. If he had gotten into the it's 90s possible. trend of steroids and done what Sammy did, who knows what, he, what his numbers would have looked uh, like. I'm not saying Jordan, he should have done that Jordan hard, but
5: Hicks right. as a comp here? A-
2: AGM, yeah, that's ins- I actually one of the Bears has signed Jordan Hicks this year. I like that. So maybe they did better than that. With Someone him. said Morrow. I'm not sure that's a thing you'd want to hear. I mean, I hate to say it, but he might already be better than Morrow. Hmm. Oh, he's better than Morrow? Well, off one game, yes.
3: He's yeah. better than Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas Morrow is a I nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Got a great personality. <laughs> he's,
2: a, he's a nice guy.
3: I mean, All right. he hit his best game last week. I'll say that for, for Nicholas Morrow, I think. At least he flashed the most of the he has. I don't know how grade he graded it out. He flashed a couple times in the Remember backfield. Or when
2: Wooten broke down the whole video about how he was in the complete wrong spot oh, on that Oh, that was that ball, but
3: that, okay. I'm, yes, that happened, and that, uh, uh, that's happened every week. Yeah, he,
2: he was okay. All right. Got to tell you about ComEd for a second. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills. Now into the future, ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving Efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Uh, Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit ComEd.com slash PoweringBiz now to start saving money and energy. If you want to start a project, contact Comed. 1-855-433-2700. One eight five five four three three twenty seven hundred. More information. You can also email business ee at comed or public sector ee at comed And shout out to our friends
3: at Greenridge Farm, the Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you the better all natural option. We've got some uh, Greenridge Farm in the in the fridge here, Teddy. Maybe one percent chance we could grill some <laughs> up while we're playing ping pong and have them make it a whole afternoon here. Uh, perfect for tailgating, happy hour. Great day for grilling. Yeah. Right. Beautiful yeah. out.
2: <laughs> hey. It's the starter no,
3: grilling season. I, I, it's a gas
5: grill. It's, I mean, it would take always I, we could do it, man. We, we could do it. I'd, always a great I'd day to
3: grill. I, I didn't bring a lunch. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and when you not only do they have uh, the brats and everything else, but they also have the meat sticks with come in chicken, black forest beef, Yum. jalapeno cheddar, spicy chili, mm. delicious. And yes, you've got two brothers perfecting the small batch meals and cheese meats and cheeses. You can find them, by the way, in your Costco refrigerated section you will not be disappointed when you buy greenridge farm and right now when you order any three meat products at greenridgefarm.com we do include a pack of meat sticks in your cart for free simply by using chgo at checkout greenridge farm you make me happy you make me smile free meat sticks teddy
4: drink. i uh, love those so much recently uh, we have a dog named bo and i love all those meat sticks and jerky and all that my wife was like i can't tell what's your food and what's his food <laughs> so uh, um yeah a bit of a, a trying to become an aficionado on now, um, jerky
5: is he named after bo Nix, bo jackson
4: uh a little bit bo, bo obama's, dog. obama's dog not to get political but yeah we is uh he a
5: portuguese water dog is that why <laughs> you good
4: trivia there by is that, lb is that good trivia? he knows his white house pops yeah. nicely done why, why australian not? mini lab over here but oh, okay. um good stuff there
2: why not bo ryan
4: I do like Bo Ryan. Bo oh, Ryan was God, part of the uh, he's 18 Why? holes with alumni. Alum yes. There. Yeah. That was one of my favorite golf things you used
2: to do. Thank you. Which Thank had you. to be the hardest work ever. Go play 18 holes <laughs> with someone really cool and write about it.
4: There's a reason I call it journalism's greatest scam. I mean, <laughs> play great golf <laughs> courses with famous people. Like I played one time with Brian Kelly, and he just stops midway through, and he's like, like you're pretty smart because it's hard to get five hours with the Notre Dame coach. But, you know, these guys all want to play golf on great yeah. courses, so they'd say yes.
2: With the courses give it for free by the way that sounds like oh, yeah. something brian kelly would say
4: yeah exactly that little arrogance yeah, it's pretty that, hard to get five in.
2: hours with me good job by you teddy um, is
3: a strategist it's yeah. which we can talk about the book in a second sure. here or and or yeah, let me hand me one of those copies yeah, over
2: there uh this is quarterback dads which is really just honestly a really cool idea for a book um check it out but obviously in this crazy world we live in with uh yeah there we go got the Nice. Hold it.
4: Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Steady.
2: We also have uh it's sitting right there on the uh, set as well.
3: That's my copy. Notice it's opened and 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 sifted nice. and, and read into. I'm I'm getting you are really you're you're an excellent writer, Teddy Greenson. I Thank I enjoy you. I enjoy it's an easy read for those of us who did not pass advanced calculus.
4: <laughs> you can handle this book. That's a great line about calculus and reading. That <laughs> yeah. was fantastic. But no, yeah, I mean the chapters are short. It's basically one person per chapter. I wanted it to be where dads or moms or whoever, you got 10 minutes, you know, you drop your kid off at practice, whatever, you can knock out a chapter. It is, I think, very digestible.
2: So you wrote it with Donovan Dooley, who, yeah. you know, court, former quarterback, who now basically his job is to mentor and help develop young quarterbacks. Exactly. Who And so he's he's seen a lot. And, and uh, the thing that really caught my attention early in this book is he's got uh, 12 types of quarterback dads that are uh, not very helpful <laughs> and then three who are and then most of this book is you know you're doing an outstanding job writing talking to people around uh, especially college football who you know have been through these recruiting processes and been yes. through these you know weeding out some of these young quarterbacks and you're always dealing with the dads at the same time yeah
4: I mean Adam something we can all relate to like I, I talked to Fitz and Brett Bielema for the book I wanted you know, to them to give advice to parents and also to ask them about crazy quarterback dads that they've had, guys through the program. And Fitz is like, we've never had one. I'm like, how? He's like, because when the kids are sophomores, we talk to the dad and we say, what kind of quarterback dad are you going to be? And (laughs) he's like, some of the answers you can't even believe. So if you're the kind of quarterback dad who thinks it's okay to question the offensive coordinator or rip the the backup or criticize the offensive line, Northwestern just crosses you out on the board. So that's why they never have crazy quarterback dads. Um, But other programs do, and some are tolerable and some aren't. But yeah, I mean, I wanted to be a combination of like practical advice for dads, even if your kid is a swimmer or lacrosse player or like mine who are soccer players. And then also wild tales. So I talked to Todd Marinovich, and I talked to Chris and Phil Sims, and Warren Moon, and Archie Manning, and they've got all these tales of of past experiences. See, I think it's
3: very, very practical, as you just named, not just for the quarterback dad, but for any parent really in any sport, these lessons apply, and it's I get it. It's super hard. You want your kid to be successful. You want to put him in the best her in the best position to succeed. You're going to have lots of emotions when you're watching a, a football, soccer or any game and the, and a call doesn't go your way or yep. you're not or your kids not out there as much as you think that they should be out there. So there's like I just think like the more parents who would read something like this, it would be better for youth sports in general.
4: And we all need reminders. So, so my kids play, uh, my girls play for the fire, um, travel soccer. And L is a very good defensive player. But like all of us, like when I play defense, we screw up sometimes. And we were at a game recently, and the goalie's dad is right behind me. And when you're the parent of a defensive player, if they screw up, you feel bad for the goalie. So L had a bad play, and I just called out, I said, do better And she turned to me and said, you're not my coach. And I said, you're absolutely right. I should not be doing that. Um, But it's a good reminder when we're tempted to holler at the refs or, you know, one of the things I asked Fitz and Bielema and all these dads is like, should the kid be self-motivated or should you be the one setting the alarm clock at six in the morning? And the short answer is, Fitz put it very well. He's like, you got to know your kid. You got to form an individual relationship with your kid because some of them, let's take the case of the Mannings, Peyton Manning was a nut job. You know, he's the kid who's going to Little League games and screaming at all his teammates, you need to take more infield, and you need to take more batting practice. And Archie's like, would you relax? Some kids just want to show up. But maybe you got Eli Manning, who barely says a word, so you got to bring out his personality. So form that individual relationship with your kid, and then you'll know what they need.
2: You know, bringing this back to the Bears for a second, I'm not going to pretend like I know Justin Fields' dad, but they watching, did something right, right? Yeah, seriously, co- coaching, or watching. I don't know if you guys watched the QB one series when Justin was still in yeah. high school. Yeah. Um, but you get to know family, see. But that's kind of that time period that you're aim- that this book's aimed at. You know, like when these kids are getting recruited, what are the dads like? And you could just tell. I would put him as probably under the hands off mm-hmm. dad category because he just sort of. He was around, he was in the show, but he always yep. kind of just stayed in the background, gave Justin advice when he needed it. And you could tell now, because we've had a couple press conferences this year, especially early on in the season when Justin was struggling. He's like, yeah, I talked to my dad, and yep. you know, he's still there for him. Um, and I definitely, without, I can't claim to no, know Justin Fields' dad, like personally, but... He certainly seems like he falls into one of the good dad categories.
4: And it's so tough nowadays, guys, because like with recruiting, first of all, recruiting takes place so early for quarterbacks, like it's freshmen and sophomores. And then they're pressured to make these decisions and give verbal, you know, commitments because there's usually only one quarterback in a class. And then what happens when the coaching staff leaves? What do you do? Uh, What about the transfer portal? I mean, and then what about NIL? You know, you want your kid to have a profile and to start to market himself and to be smart, but you don't want him to overdo it. You know, one of the dads in here is Big Dave Uyungalile, DJ's dad. Oh, yeah. And Big Dave tweets so relentlessly that DJ blocks him on Twitter. <laughs> so if your your kid is blocking you on Twitter, that's probably a sign that you're overdoing yes. it.
2: Yeah, that would be uh, concerning. That's amazing. He was in that show too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I could listen to Teddy say,
5: Ouyangalale.
2: I've worked day. on it who, so hard, who, LB. DJ, Ouyangalale. Who, oui oui
3: who, who, uh, you had, there's a bunch of guys in the book, but did one yeah. of them, one of them got rec- recruited, but got his first scholarship offer in eighth grade from Kentucky. Yeah. And now he's moving up the uh, food chain. Who am I talking about? So
4: Trey Taylor is a kid in the Northern Burbs. He is exceptional. He's basically a mini Patrick Mahomes. I mean, when the kids, 13 years old, we're playing catch, and I was able to catch a bunch, and I'm like, that's it, you're gonna break my finger. And he's poised and he's got an amazing, you know, amazing parents. His dad, JR, was a running back at Southern Illinois, very successful. Um, Illinois State rather. So yeah, he, he's he's in the throes of it right now. He actually got an offer from Maryland when he was in the ninth grade, youngest player in the state of Illinois we believe to get a big 10 or a power five offer as a freshman so you're gonna be hearing about him um you're gonna be hearing about Bryce Underwood who's the top rated quarterback in the country out of Detroit because uh Donovan Dooley trains him as well
3: I I watched the Bryce on because you wrote about Underwood I, I went to YouTube and checked him out oh my god yeah if if uh you know in twenty years, make that. I mean, in five years, yeah. if we want to have uh, somebody to compete with Justin Fields, that would be a that would be a fine choice. He looks unbelievable. Yeah,
4: he's got the total package, and as a freshman, he goes into Ford Field and leaves his team to a state title as a fourteen year old. I mean,
3: fast Cam it, I mean, yeah, all of it. It wasn't. I
2: mean, I get it's on the high school level, but my god, that guy looks.
4: Yeah, been offered by everywhere. Good. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, well, I have. Read pieces of this. I can't wait to read. I appreciate the note you wrote. Absolutely, one that you, man. You left me, by the way. Appreciate yeah, that. Um, and make I want to make sure everyone's checking this out. Quarterback dads. Wild tales from the field. Stories will be interesting. And Fitz is actually a quarterback dad himself.
4: That's what's interesting, too. Yeah. Fitz, exactly. So he's in that mode now. And he's smart enough to, he's like, I don't know anything about quarterback. I shouldn't say I don't know anything. I don't know as much about quarterback play as some people. So he hands his son off to Dan Persa. And that's another lesson here. Like, even if you played quarterback at, you know, some D2 school, guess what? Stuff's changed. Hand your kid off to a trainer if you can afford it.
5: I remember getting the uh, Dan Persa, the weight in the high. Oh, the campaign. Persa Strong. Persa Strong.
4: I think, yeah, I still have those those dumbbells.
5: They were seven pounds, right? Because he was number seven. Is that right?
4: I mean, LB, man, you, photographic memory. You they guys did. start going through, like, hands you and I have played in poker? and.
5: Uh, no, I like <laughs> to block those out of my memory. <laughs> that's after, a good right? move. <laughs> playing fucking 2-4 against me. Come on, settle down.
4: Here it comes.
3: I, I'm i enjoying the, the the battling in the chat right now. I'm
5: actually not. i got to be honest. Don Burr's in here. He's our resident Lions fan. He's here every day. I yeah. love the guy. Yeah. I mean, people hate him, but I get it. Whatever yeah. he does, what he does. And the guys are just going back at him today. Like, let's all settle down. I mean, yes, the Lions won that game. Can't control the internet. Yeah, can't you know, control the internet, Lawrence. And there is a way. <laughs> can control the well, internet. Well, actually, the guys who are going back and forth with him there is a way to control him. You just hit block. Yeah, it's not that's that true. hard. Then you never have to see what he says again.
4: I had to do that at the Tribune.
5: And I'm not going to do that because I, I, again, I think he's he's a he's a valued fan here. So I mean, he's here every day. We're,
3: we're all in this together. He's allowed to root for the Lions. Somebody's got to do it. Exactly. God bless him. You're- he's able
4: to talk some smack on Sunday. Yeah, Monday,
3: I'm sure you could. That's great. You actually long term probably help the Bears, Don Burr. We appreciate it.
2: That's right. You, I wrote up a little bit about that this morning. Yeah. Did you Bears Things newsletter? Um, you know, now that they are in this position, where they're three and seven with six overall pick, it's crazy to look at the. Um, I mean, what separates right now, the, like a top five pick from picking, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. I mean, it is. I called them it. I called it the bottomish, middle, of the NFL. Right, you're not. You're is, probably, this a, is this a is this
4: a top heavy draft?
2: Well, I no, I'm talking about just like the how so many teams are three wins and four wins right now. Right, how much you could fall from number six right now to yes. sixteen in a heartbeat with, and so to your point about the Lions actually helping the Bears, no <sighs> question. Uh, this past week that helped, and then the one thing I wrote about is okay now that now that we're here, right. and the possibility you can end up in the top five, you know, it, once the order set. Yeah. The first thing you should always do, look at the quarterbacks. And in this case, I'm not saying scout the quarterbacks. No. I'm talking about what's going on with the quarterback class, how coveted are they, yes. and which teams are going to want to go yes. get those. And, you know, I, six months ago, I think we were talking about this quarterback class, like, oh, it could rival 2021. Like, there might be uh, some really, you know, there could be five or six first-round picks that we're talking about. I still think uh, C.J. Stroud right. and Bryce Young end up yep. there high. Um, but I think the buzz has kind of cooled off a little bit. Will Levis is in there. Yeah, he's and, had some bad games. And um, Hendon Hooker, too, is yep. in there. And I think the Stanford quarterback could be in the mix, too. Mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling, it's just a feeling right now, that this is going to be a year where, like, last year it was so bad that the teams just sort of stayed away. But most years you get teams that want to reach for these guys. Yeah. So I <laughs> like know, the
4: Bears did. Yeah. many years ago reach for a guy
2: yep it, it, it happens so if you can be the team that can trade back yep the team I brought up in what I wrote about is the Eagles because the Eagles have traded back each of the last two years and not only on draft day but they did it weeks before the draft they moved back a little bit they had yep. a future first rounder and now here they are they're eight and one with a possible yes. top five pick this year yes. because they have the Saints pick. That's where you want to be. That's how you that's rebuild. That's how you do it. And, mm-hmm. I,
4: and, I, and I'm a Jets fan so I hate the Patriots, but that's also how they do it. They never trade up for a quarterback. That's the Cardinal sin. The Trubisky thing was 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 so dumb, as many of us said at the time. And now obviously the Bears could have had two second rounders, but they have one second rounder, so they need to get a lot out of Chase Claypool.
3: Yeah, it's this is the time where it's going to be very early in Ryan Poles' career. Are you a genius or are you just kind of another NFL GM? I think he's like he's off to a great start. The Claypool thing was is interesting and hmm. conf- maybe a drop, confusing, but I get it. Like you want you want to give Justin Fields yep. help right now. You don't want to yep. completely tank the season, perhaps. And you looked at the wide receiver market next year and you thought this was reasonable value. I get it two weeks in it's not looking you know like a, a home run but we are two weeks in I but we've seen it in the chat and we've and we've heard it on elsewhere and whatever Twitter maybe the Bears could get high enough up that somebody would trade up f- who really wants a quarterback and you can stock picks and that would make a lot of sense although the other side of it is if there is some dynamic talent there a Jamar Chase type who you can pair with Justin Fields then do you go for the high end? This guy's unbelievable. He's going to be a perennial Pro Bowler, and he makes the offense sing. And we're not trading back because he's just that good. That that's that's why you get paid the big bucks, right
4: there. I mean, drafting offensive players is sexy, but the Bears need what about six starters on defense? At least. That too. <laughs> that too. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice if you could hold a team under thirty. I mean, it's going to be hard to win the way they're playing. It's entertaining. I mean, say that much for him, but it's hard to win.
2: Take it's, the over. Was it Corey who the other day said they need five or six linemen? So uh, like, he said four or five. Yeah, four. four five, you need four or five defensive linemen. defensive line. And there's four starting. <laughs> That's spots. where he's trying to be <laughs> one of them,
3: right? <laughs> so hold on, stud defensive end, stud wide receiver. They're both there. You love them both equally. Who are you guys taking?
2: Um, yeesh. I mean it. I hate to cop out, but it depends who it is. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. If it's Will, if it's it's Will Anderson gonna, from Alabama, Will Anderson. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I
3: get, I'll take him. No no yeah. no names, no names. Just a premium
5: <laughs> defensive end who you think is awesome or
3: pass rush. I go pass yeah, rush. Yeah, those are the most yeah. impactful
2: players in, in the league.
3: Okay, yeah.
5: I mean, Dylan says it's too bad the Bears are going to win out and they're going to go ten and seven.
2: Hey,
3: bear down! No. That'll <laughs> be all. entertaining, and they'll be in the playoffs if that happens, Dylan. You never know.
2: So interesting discussion. Actually, didn't bring that up um, that I stumbled into yesterday when I filled in on the score short notice, and <laughs> the show had already been planned. I literally parachuted in there as as we walked in, and I had no idea this was happening, but they had lined up uh, a talk show host from Seattle and talk show host from Baltimore to talk about. What the Seahawks did once they got Russell Wilson, what the Ravens did once they got Lamar Jackson, yeah, how did they build around him? And th- I think the, the biggest takeaway from both of those situations actually was neither team really went out and got a stud wide receiver. Right. From them.
3: Okay, but then you look at the Dolphins and they went out and traded five draft picks for Tyreek and that whole yes. thing looks completely different.
2: Sure, but we'll see what they... The point is, can they win a Super Bowl? Now, the Seahawks managed to do it and an outstanding defense, and they decided... Now, they were in a different spot than the Bears, too. They had kind of... Russell Wilson was almost the last piece that they, that they got. I'm trying to remember
4: D.K. Metcalf. Was he a high draft pick? Second round pick. Second round, so brilliant yeah. scouting. Yeah, so yeah.
2: second round pick there. And I think that a lot of people tell you you can find those types of wide receivers. Right. Like let's see what George Pickens turns into yes. in Pittsburgh, right? He's second round pick. Amazing athlete. You know, they so uh, you look, it's quarterback and then it's pressuring the cornerback. That's how this league yes. works. So yes. that one of the Bears biggest problems right now is they cannot pressure the quarterback. Yeah. But if, my point is if you can if you do end up there in the top 5, even top 3 would be great, right? You can move back a couple spots. Yes. And still get one of those studs yeah, cause, cause, on the D line. They're not one player yeah. away or Peter Skoronsky <laughs> at left tackle in go the cats. top 10 still. Oh, go cats. So sad. <laughs> go, go home. Go, yeah. Go, go
3: Make it stop. Uh, okay. I, I listen, I, I just, I just, offense is sexier. That's all. and, I look at the Bengals, and you got Jabar Chase, and you you ended Not right up in the, now. You get right now, right <laughs> and right, and then he gets hurt. But that could happen anywhere. Maybe it's more likely at the wide receiver position, I guess. But you ended up in the Super Bowl that way. But they need defense, so I you can't you can, there's you can't really go wrong when you have this many needs, I guess. But I would just be a little bit more excited if we had a stud wide receiver.
4: At at this particular time. I mean, even the Commanders, like, they're winning. They beat the Eagles really because of their defense. It certainly wasn't because of the quarterback. (laughs) Nice story there. But they were able to pressure Jalen Hurts, and then enough Eagles screwed up to uh, help them out.
3: All right. Okay. Yeah, we, we've got we've got we've got rational thought. Rush going the on passer. Here. Sorry. Ru- rush the passer. Yeah, OK,
2: fine. I'm in. Uh, I, I'll flip that easily. Let's go. Well, we got <laughs> hey, to hey, stock hey. the defense. Good. Go you, ahead. You got some time to flush that argument out. OK. The draft is not tomorrow. Yeah. Man, uh,
5: 162 days now. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are.
2: We have been counting it down all week, though. I, oh, my God. We, I, Where is the good. draft this year? Kansas City. Oh, road trip headed there?
4: I Joe's oh, Barbecue?
5: i us go. oh, good. Oh, I love KC. Oh. I would go let's back do to. podcasts at Joe's Barbecue. Give me the z man.
3: No, I'm really hungry. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> Never want to leave.
2: Fired That's by Ryan McGuire. <laughs> literally
5: wearing my Joe's <laughs> Barbecue shirt right
2: now. <laughs> You're wearing a Joe's <laughs> Barbecue shirt right now? Yeah. Wow. You're going to have to pop your camera on for that one. Overrated, but, oh but very good. Wow, uh,
5: the Z-Man sandwich is absolutely delicious. I, 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 it's like
4: a mentalist that I mean, you were able to somehow, you know, get yeah. that in the show. Who so, knew that's we talked I just was, you know, enjoying
5: my. It's a it's a bedding,
3: great, great great town football. in Teddy. It's a great tennis town. Really good, oh. really good tennis town. And okay. if you're
5: there, you got to go see our guy Bob Kendrick at
2: the uh, Negro League. Uh, Bob Kendrick's Hall of Fame. a great man. He's the best.
3: So. The Negro League Museum is awesome.
2: Yeah. Yes. I've heard great things. I've it, never... It yeah. Been yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to see that. All right. Um, real quick, Teddy, cover your ears uh, because uh, DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, uh, they have their unbeatable offers and uh, you should be using code CHO when you sign up. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet, get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out because in addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Uh, and to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. The more legs you have in that stepped-up same-game parlay, the bigger the boost is when you win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, Blackhawks blues tonight
3: mm. cheapest ducket available right now on game time tickets. you're in for thirty six bucks, and if you wanna go behind the net with a nice row eighteen, beautiful, nice elevation. Who's the Blackhawks goalie? Anybody? No chance. I'm gonna go. Uh, he would know. <laughs> it's Soderbloom. <clears throat> Soderbloom's going in. The n- in the Arvid Soderbloom.
2: I thought that's who Carm plays in tennis tonight. Now that's cushion <laughs> Kersh- 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 Oh, Okay. That's how bad
4: he wants to beat Carm. He's blowing off the Hawks game. <laughs> so,
2: so, you can go see Soderbloom. Soderblom.
3: Where's Jay Zawaski? Uh, <laughs> right. where, where's Mario? They're actually Uh Hey, I've been I've gone to more Hawks games this year than 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 in the last ten years. So I'm enjoying one. <laughs> no, I've been twice. You went twice? I've been twice. And, and you don't know the goalies. I have here. no idea. I mean, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> he was great when I was big, there. Let me tell big, big you. Big fan. I couldn't name anybody else on the roster either, but I had a great time. It was awesome. <laughs>
2: but this uh, is why we do this at CHCO. We don't try to uh, BS. I'm you know, gonna, this, is nah, the big, I, this is why we have a separate Blackhawk you know, show for listen, you. Listen, so I you don't have to hear Carmen guess the goalie as he plays I, in tennis. Shout out to
3: Marlene Wells at WGN Radio who got me tickets. And, yes, they were in the upper tank. And then I slept down and sat in the front row of the glass. <laughs> They're friendly over there right now they, they want to fill the seats right i mean come on but yeah. but the better way to do this if you don't have marlene is go through game time the hottest new ticketing site makes it easier than ever to score the best deals sporting events concert shows whatever you want to do here bring teddy's book along let's go uh you know 20 minute intermissions you got time you can read a chapter as we just said earlier you will not find a better deal than on game time tickets and i keep telling you this i i price it out Here's the, here's the price over at those other places, StubHub, da, da, da. You, know, you know the names. It's cheaper at game time, so you want to be there. 15 million people have downloaded the Game Time app. And if you want to support CHGO, we love you for it. Best way to do that is buying your tickets in the link that's in the description. Get her done. Go see the Hawks tonight. Go see the Bulls on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Go see the Bears and the Packers. They got it all for you. Game Time tickets. Let's go.
2: Can, can we... I have one thing on the book real quick. Yeah? What was it you said earlier about Trey Taylor, the quarterback?
4: Yeah, so he's in Crystal Lake. He got yeah. offered by Maryland.
5: Uh-huh. Why uh, the hell would he want Minnie to Mini Patrick though? Mahomes. I mean, Maryland would do wonders to take that. Mini Patrick call. Mahomes, I mean, they that's... call him?
4: I call him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> are we getting a check-in from Hellas Yeah, we are, we are. We are. Okay. Yeah.
5: All right, um, but can we
3: before we do that? Do we have time or no? Go ahead.
2: Well, I just wanted to say because I, I know I know Trey a little bit, and he oh. he's funny because he's he's got some uh, his wardrobe is basically five different Big Ten schools, and I give him a hard time about that.
4: It's going to be I, I can't because wait to see where he chooses. It's, it's going to be great. you got an early prediction?
2: No, I definitely definitely do not. Yeah. but he's a good kid Amazing and kid. Uh, talented, and I uh, that's going to be fun to see.
3: Be a wildcat. You want to play in Evanston in the new stadium. When's that going to be built?
4: Next Thursday.
5: Just crazy. He's not even That's <laughs> what yeah, yeah. we <laughs> talking about.
4: <laughs> Perfect time to, you know. <laughs> I, I, wait, no. I, I, am I a booster? I probably can't. I don't even know. Are there NCAA rules anymore? Probably, I, don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I, mean, I
2: don't Honestly, I have no idea.
4: I think you're fine. I don't yeah. know any of the rules. Yeah.
2: So, uh. Yeah, we are going to check it. What What were you going to say? No,
3: I'll do it after Nick. Let's, okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, Nick is at House Hall, standing by. Uh, we've had press conferences from the head coach, Matt Eberflus, and uh, the quarterback, Justin Fields. Nick, what do we learn today?
0: What's going on, everybody? Um, there's a lot, lot to go over. Real quickly, um, news update from Matt Eberflus is how we kind of started today's press conference. Matt Adams will be activated later today. The Bears also signed Taco Charlton, who Eberflus and Ryan Poles are both familiar with. Uh, he was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. He had a brief stint with the Kansas City Chiefs, so they know the guy that they're getting and hoping he could be a part of the rotation for this Bears defensive line. And to to make room for Charlton, the Bears also weighed uh Kingley Jonathan off the defensive line. And then, obviously, as you guys have already talked about on today's show, Herbert going to IR. Um, so. Matty Madie was talking about with Herbert that he is he feels comfortable with him being able to come back at some point later this season, like where he's at in terms of the injury, and obviously we'll miss that time, but it's gonna be tough to replace a guy, and obviously trust and Emner is that next man up. I want to take this discussion real quickly, Mark. We were talking about yesterday's podcast about how Matty Refluux kind of handled the the injury with Jalen Johnson, right, and what's what like how they end up handling it. And basically, Iberflus wants everyone to know that he's not insensitive for players playing through pain. He wants everybody to know that. He brought that up today. Um, and, But he does—he did say that everyone plays through pain, but we just expect those players to play if they say they can. So it's a part of the players to, you know, make sure they're communicating effectively with whether it's the position coach, the head coach, that they are capable of playing through this pain, but... I know that was a big topic of discussion in yesterday's podcast, but not insensitive to it. He knows how it kind of maybe sounded uh, on Monday, but he isn't insensitive to how these players are playing through pain. He understands it's not the most uh, easy thing to do, but you know he just wanted to make that apparent in uh, you know today's uh, press conference. He was also asked about Bayless Jones and what he's not showing the coaching staff at this point to be able to get on the active roster and Maddie Reflush broke it down this way. Every single week they look at the roster and there's always a couple of players where you're wondering, uh, you know, whether or not they're gonna be active on game day and it comes down to special teams. And then you look at the individual. He said for Valus Jones Jr., and I thought it was interesting how he mentioned, like for him specifically, he's a gadget guy. He's good on the, the jet sweeps and end arounds and blocking at the perimeter. Nothing was said about actually running routes downfield for the position that, you know, he was drafted to be, right? So it's interesting how he kind of bladed out what Bayless Jones Jr. does for this offense at this point. A gadget guy sweeps end around to blocking downfield, but takes that all into account when thinking about whether or not he's going to have somebody active on, on game day. And then kind of the last um, big point here, he was also asked about Chase Claypool and the urgency to get him into the offense. Uh, not, You know, they're going to work. They're not going to work everything in in just one week, obviously, with getting him involved and they'll do things that are catered to his strengths. But he also mentioned we're going to do that for every player. But, and then Jason Leisure had a good follow-up, but he's not just every player. He uses a second-round draft pick to go get this guy. And then all Matty Reflew said about that was, like, we just want to get all of our guys' touches. So it doesn't seem like there's a big urgency to get him you know, completely involved yet because, again, they're spreading the wealth and trying to get everybody involved in the Bears offense. How about
2: Justin Fields? This is a little bit of a homecoming. I shouldn't say a little bit. It really is homecoming. He's a yeah. He grew up Atlanta. just outside Atlanta. Um, I know he talked a little bit today with you guys, Nick, about uh, going to Falcons games growing up.
0: Yeah, so he was you know, asked if this means anything to him. He doesn't know. Justin Fields doesn't know how many people are going to be there. He knows mom, dad, and his sister are going to be at the game, but he was a Falcons fan growing up. Julio Jones and Matt Ryan were his favorite players growing up. And I don't know if for you guys that makes when I heard that, I'm like, man, his favorite player growing up was Julio Jones and and Matt Ryan. Like I even I feel a little bit older, you know, just hearing him say that. Right. Because those are still players in in the NFL right now. But, you know, just uh, he was a a Falcons fan. His dad had season tickets, but is a bit of a homecoming for for Justin Fields. Um, he was also asked about what he wants to see for this offense moving forward. They've been scoring thirty plus points over, you know, the last several weeks, but obviously he said he wants to see him keep proving, keep putting those points up on the board. But the main thing is when there's an opportunity to finish, especially like in at the last two minutes of of a game, that's where this offense needs to take the next step. We've heard similar things from Cole Komet before, Matt Eberflus and so that's kind of the focus now for this Bears offense. When there's an opportunity to close out a game in those final two minutes, that's where he wants to see the offense improve. And then he was asked about his his reset mentality when going through adversity. And he kind of had a, a, a neat story about when he was six years old and playing T-ball, he remembers striking out and just wanting to cry. you know. And that's where that reset mentality came in, where it's like, well, you can't do anything about you know the past and you have to worry about what's happening now and then he was asked like did you actually strike out during t-ball it's kind of tough to do even if you're you know six years old and he's like no no guys it wasn't that bad but he kind of learned that reset mentality early on in his you know uh you know just um in sports growing up so that's where he kind of learned that he was also asked about his chemistry with chase and you know how that's moving along now that he's heading into his third Third game, uh, Chase Claypool, but he said they're getting better each week, knowing the routes and staying after with him. Not he, Justin will always stay after practice with a lot of the receivers, but he's making a, a point to stay after practice with Chase Claypool, getting him up to speed, but he knows it's tough. Like A lot of these routes have a lot of nuances to them, and it's going to be a, a slow process kind of getting Chase Claypool acclimated to where he wants to be. And then just kind of the last point here, you guys, he was asked about Jeff Okuda and just their relationship obviously he had the pick six on Justin Fields last week but they were best friends growing up in Columbus living in the same apartment building would go into each other's apartments and you know just play video games but he said they didn't talk much during the game before and after they did they also um, exchanged a, a jersey at the end there but yeah it's uh he said the pick six even though it was hard to see that happen he was deserving of it because he knows how hard Jeff Okuda works and you know, obviously, um, those two guys are competitors, but he, he, he was one of uh, Justin's best friends growing up, especially uh, in his time at Ohio State.
2: All right, Nick, appreciate it. I know you got to get out to the practice field. Um, make sure you're following Nick at Nicholas Moriano on Twitter. More updates, locker room coverage coming later today at allchgo.com. Thanks, Nick. All right, you guys. All right, there he is. I, I wanted to bring out one thing to close out the show when it comes to fields that he also said today. Because uh, someone followed up. Remember after the game on Sunday, he mentioned he was kind of sore. And someone followed up today and was like, you know, so how you feeling? A few days later, those hits you took. And he's like, like not actually the hits as much as he said his legs are just sore from all the running. Huh. Does that worry you at all? A little.
3: A little. A <laughs> little. O- only from the standpoint that if he's not as fresh, he's maybe in harm's way more than he should be. That's how I would... Get to some level of I mean, concern he still
2: pretty damn fast on the 67 <laughs> yard run. Yeah. So. I
4: don't
2: know. He clocked only
5: at like 20.1. I was, That's uh, it's slowing down.
2: Little, down. Yeah, he's, he's slowing down. down. He's no Breeze
4: Hall, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, Bears uh, getting three and a half this weekend in Atlanta. Total is 50.5. <laughs> so it should be another entertaining game. I don't yeah. know what uh, Justin Fields' rush total is, but maybe this is a week to go under. Yeah, Maybe. Finally.
3: I I took the under last week. That
5: did not work out. Hold on, though. Without Herbert, how how do we take the under on his rushing yards? So that's... I mean, I guess it depends what the number is.
2: I think the smart thing is still to take the over and see how it, you know...
3: I mean, dude has had an unbelievable year, Khalil Herbert. Six yards of carry. So productive. Jesus. I mean,
2: come on. 600 yards?
3: 643 yards? I mean... This guy's been It's a loss. It's definitely yes, it's yeah.
2: definitely a, it's definitely a significant loss. I do think that it's something they can overcome. Their number one rushing attack is because really they have three of these guys, because I include Fields in that. He's right. their number one rusher <laughs> and he's still there and Montgomery's still more than capable. Does anybody wanna
3: see, besides me, Valus Jones at running back?
4: Um is there anything to lose? Well, I guess he could lose the football. Thank you. That could be bad.
3: Thank you. I, don't, I, I see nothing to lose other than the football, which, <laughs> which he tends to do. That's fine. Win. Tank win. Tank win.
2: Why are you skipping over Treston Ebner?
3: Because he's Treston Ebner, and he doesn't have the upside of Valus Jones.
2: How do you know that? Just because of where he was drafted? <laughs> have you watched Treston Ebner? <laughs> Jack, Jack did, Tristan, was undrafted.
3: Treston <laughs> Ebner cannot run like Valus Jones can run. He
2: was fat. He was a kick returner. Yeah,
3: whenever I watch him on kick return now, dude's slow. (laughs) Well, I think he's a little
2: apprehensive. I don't think he's running full speed. I agree with you. He has looked slow on the few opportunities he had. I think we're going back to the preseason now with our memories. But um, Mm.
3: thank you, Mubs. Good to be on Team Mubs for a minute. All I'm saying is,
2: well, first of all, I'm okay with either idea. Um, I think they're more interested in developing your guy as a wide receiver. But – if you are going to be in a position where you might move on from David Montgomery in the offseason, you should know what you have in Tristan Ebner. That's fine. Let's get Ebner some snaps.
3: But how about f- just just five touches in the next four weeks for Bayless running the football?
2: One, you one just po- want Bayless in there because they're playing Cordero Patterson and he's mini Cordero
3: I want Velas in there because he's a third-round draft pick who they bet big on, and he can't catch, and he can't return punts, and let's find something for him to do. So maybe he can be a running back. I doubt it, but I'd like to find out.
2: That's all.
4: Throw a little money on him to score a touchdown one of these weeks. It, it pays there we go. handsomely.
2: There we go. Absolutely. Let's get the super chat from the Duke, our guy. What up, Duke? Uh, he says, Is it true they are turning Samus Reyes into an edge rusher on the practice squad? think they would try to convert Valus into a cornerback <laughs> where catching isn't quite as yeah, I did hear that um, that they, yeah, yeah. They, he's moved positions don't get caught up I, I appreciate the super chat don't get too caught up in all that.
3: is Jake Flanagan right that trusted Ember had a four four three, and why he's doesn't he best. have an why doesn't yeah. he have an avatar? It's our GM man. Maybe
5: maybe a, that's a Jake Flanagan uh, bot.
3: I'm wondering if it's a bot for Flanagan,
2: the Flanny bot. Mm-hmm.
3: I didn't know he ran a four four three. I'll admit it. That's bad karm research right there. So my apologies.
2: Well, no, but same thing I said about Sanborn, though. It still applies. Your playing speed is more important than your yeah, forty time exactly. So if you play yeah. slow, I don't care what if you ran a four whatever four
4: four three confirmed. Yeah, mm. yeah.
3: Okay, and excellent point, Hogue. D- who cares what he ran in the forty? When there's guys out there and he's looking around, he's terrified. He run, he looks like he's running an eight. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so eight flat, baby.
2: There's the real Jake Flanagan. Mm. Called him a bot.
3: Uh, okay.
2: Okay. They're botting they're botting Flanagan now. Come yep. on now. Oh, all right. Um, hey, Teddy, appreciate you being here today. By quarterback dads. Quarterback dads.
4: You'll be happy you did.
2: Very interesting book. A lot of good stuff. Audio stores.
4: version coming out soon, Ooh. or you can buy that very copy on uh, Amazon, of course. Um, I'm excited for some ping pong. although You probably call it table tennis.
3: No, ping pong all day. Okay. Let's go. We got 26 minutes of ping pong time before I get to do something. So we got to end the show. It's okay. very important. <laughs> all right. I got to
2: go to the house, too. Uh, follow us That's on a deadline. Follow us on Twitter, at Adam Hogue, uh, at The Carm. You're just at Teddy Greenstein, right? Exactly. Yeah. At Teddy Greenstein. Yeah. And um, make sure you are following us. Allchgo.com. Uh, There's also a website for the book. QuarterbackDads.com. Check that out as well. Appreciate you being here, Teddy. We're back. Well, you and I are not back tomorrow. We'll be at Halas, but... Big
3: Bears after dark tomorrow night. And, of course, check Will, out yeah, Will and Nick tomorrow. Will and
2: Nick have your preview show. The full breakdown. Bears and Falcons tomorrow. Right here at noon. Talk to you then.